Yes, hello, Jeff here, and welcome to episode 16 of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, my podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis so you don't have to watch it. I'd like to thank everybody for their continued support as the numbers on the podcast have been great. This episode takes place March 12th, 2019. This week, we move on to the second round of the eight-man tournament to determine the number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship at WrestleMania versus Buddy Murphy. Uh, once again, WrestleMania pre-show. This week, we will get Oni Lorcan versus Cedric Alexander and Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese, which are the second round matchups. We open this week with not the Tinkle Tyrant, but with Drew Gulak. He welcomes us in and he cuts a yucky promo. He tosses some shots at Tony Nese and says Tony's going to lose. He owns Tony Nese? That's slavery. Ooh, ooh, guess what, guys? Guess what happens if Tony Nese steps to him? No? Do you give up? Tony, you will tap out. Nah, it was not great. Oh, boy, we get Tony Nese next, so I'm guessing it's just going to be all the contenders giving promos in a row. He gives Drew some compliments, but says he's willing to do anything to make it to WrestleMania. It's all right. Oni Lorcan now, with his voice that really doesn't fit his face, uh, says that he will break Cedric Alexander. He says it's nothing personal. It wasn't personal to Carrillo uh, or to anyone, but he will snuff out the soul of 205 Live. Uh, the words actually weren't bad in this promo, but he just really has no personality. Cedric up next with some... He's sitting on some purple lighted stairs. This is the second week in a row he's had some kind of weird backdrop he's in. Uh, it's a weird fucking scene to cut a promo. Uh, anyway, he plans to go back to WrestleMania like he did last year, and it was a generic-ass typical Cedric promo. Well, that was a different opening. At least we got the promo part of the show out of the way. I think. The announced team opens up the show talking about the tournament. We get Buddy Murphy cutting a promo on his phone that I guess was on Instagram. He's cocky and doesn't seem to care who he faces. He compliments the shit out of Tony Nese, and you can't stop the unstoppable. Yeah, it's probably the best one out of the guys. We are opening with the hard-hitting match of Cedric Alexander and Oni Lorcan, and Cedric Alexander is out first, and he screeches something very loudly, but we can't hear it. Oni Lorcan out to no reaction from the crowd. It's not surprising. Nobody really knows who he is. This match is probably going to hurt me. The stiff nature is going to be ridiculous. Aiden sneaks in, calling his power bottom Carrillo handsome. It's undeniable at this point. We get some back and forth, as always, to start. Uh, arm ringers and such. Cedric blocks a chop, which is a good call on his part. And we get some audible woos from the crowd. Oni tries to pin with a headlock. Oni keeps going for side headlocks. He keeps just diving on them as soon as Cedric gets out. They finally end the beginning stages of the back and forth, and Oni hits a few humongous chops. Uh, and then an uppercut. But a big drop kick from Alexander and a one count. Alexander with a chop of his own. This is kind of what I expected out of this match, just two guys beating the absolute shit out of each other's chests with chops. Alexander with a two count. Alexander goes to the lumbar check early, which he did last week, and didn't work. Uh, Oni blocks and hits a big clothesline. He screams Cedric as he hits it, which I liked. Uh, 
I gotta say though, as much as I'm talking about it, it's a surprisingly slow pace to start the match. Uh, Lorcan with a kitchen sink knee for a two count. Another vicious chop. Uh, abdominal stretch by Lorcan. It's kind of been a minute since I've seen that. I don't, you don't see it too often in matches. It's not like suicide dives and topes. Alexander fights out, but Oni reapplies the stretch, continuing with the slow pace. Alexander with two lame chops and a roll-up pin for two. And a huge back elbow and hits the neuralizer. He's on a roll. He gets that. He kicks Oni Lorcan as Oni Lorcan runs into the corner and hits the flatliner through the ropes for a two count. Uh, after the woos in the beginning of the match, the crowd is completely dead. Sad face. On the top rope is Lorcan. Crowd cheers. Lorcan fights uh, the superplex off and goes for the blockbuster. He misses, but he rolls through and hits a normal blockbuster for a two count. I have to say, he has probably one of the better blockbusters. It needs to be said. Oni goes for his half and half, but it's blocked. And Alexander goes for the lumbar check. But his back hurts too much? Really? Was that needed? Does he really have to overcome adversity in every match with some sort of injury? Does he need to be injured every single match and half sell it? He really didn't get his back worked over enough for me to believe that it hurts. That's bad. That is fucking bad. No, bad Cedric. Bad booking. Sorry. Oni rightfully chops him again as punishment. Cedric with some strikes, Oni hits the half and half, but he gets a two count, of course. Oni really does <clears throat> look like the product of some incest. He, he, if Oni looks angry, uh, after he kicks out of the half and half, um, but angry in the, his dad is his brother kind of way. It's like, you know, like a an incestuous angry face. According to Baby Cole, Oni is Boston strong. Ick. Alexander slams Lurkin on the apron and then a Michinoku driver for two. And I will say that Alexander's Michinoku driver might be the best. The best of them all. They yell, and Alexander is soccer kicking Lurkin, which actually looks very painful. Alexander sets up for the springboard forearm, and he is tiger uppercutted. Then someone from the audience makes me audibly laugh as we hear a, <laughs> You suck, red pants! Uh, that would be Oni. Oni is wearing red pants. Well, red tights. Didn't even call him by name. <laughs> oh, we, looks like he is uh, setting up for the half and half off the top rope, and he actually hits it. He hits the half and half off the top rope, but Alexander kicks at it too. Well, that kind of spoils it. Lorcan is not winning now at all after that. It's a foregone conclusion. Prove me wrong. Lorcan is now wasting time predictable. It's slappy time, though, as he slaps the shit out of uh, Cedric Alexander's face three times. Oh yeah, and then the lumbar check hits for three. Told you. Predictable. Still a good match, uh, despite the fact that I can't stand how you can seem to line every Alexander match that he's had recently, and it's all the same exact formula. He gets injured, he overcomes the adversity, he's getting the shit beat out of him at the end of the match, and oh, Lumbar check out of nowhere, even though that should not be a move that is out of nowhere. It's exclusively an out of nowhere move. It's basically the RKO. Then Alexander does the cliche pointing at the WrestleMania sign. <clears throat> the announcers recap the Mike Kanellis non-match from last week, and we go backstage with Kanellis. And, well, you know who. Do you think he's hard and rigid while he's always pissing, or limp and soft? 
I'm probably limp and soft. Mike says he's been in this business for 16 years, like he has been for the past month. Or I guess Maria's been saying it, but now he says it. We get it. He's paid his dues, and he demands Maverick's respect. Oh, I called him Maverick. And he disrespected him last week by having him face a jobber. Next week, we'll get a match between Mike and a top cruiserweight. And there's no room for losers in 205 Live, and he hints it may be his last opportunity. Guess we still get promos anyway. Let's double down on the promo time. God. It's Biker Grunt Davari's turn. He isn't happy he isn't in the tournament. He says everyone will see what a year of frustration looks like. Actually not a terrible promo, I just really don't care. Tony Nice is out for the main event, and quickly followed by Drew Gulak. They both look intensely at each other, and they mouth off to each other at the beginning of the match. Drew yells at the crowd as they start to cheer for him. It's good heel work. Uh, Drew with a headlock, and he keeps calling Tony Punk. I like it. Tony lands a moonsault for no reason. Like, he literally just kind of like looks back and does a moonsault, but he lands on his feet, and Gulak wasn't really even close. And then Gulak almost lands a Gulak because of it. It was a weird spot. Apparently, Gulak has another catchphrase, according to Baby Cole. Safe and sound, feet on the ground. God, I fucking hope not. I hope that was just Baby Cole trying to be prolific. But it was just stupid as always. They exchange holds, Nice with a dropkick, cartwheels away from Gulak on the outside, and Nice hits a superkick. Back in the ring, Nice hits a suplex for a one. Gulak with a powerbomb, dropping him. Okay, it wasn't a powerbomb, I shouldn't say that. He, he got him in the powerbomb position and kind of dropped him over the back and kind of guillotined him on the top rope. Gulak with a rest hold, and Nice fights out and hits a big forearm. Suplex attempt, and Gulak hits a reverse suplex, kind of like in the Gulak position, just flips him over back. He really should have gone for the Gulak, but he decided not to. Gulak works on Tony Nice's legs now. Okay. He's controlling him fully on the ground. Back suplex by Nice to get out of a headlock. Gulak takes uh, back over with a stomp and a boot choke. A legal boot choke. Uh, he pulls on Nice's beard and nose, and it looks really painful. You get a big chop by Gulak. Nice reverses an Irish whip, uh, and Gulak falls down in the corner, but Nice can't recover. You get a spinning back kick by Nice. Gulak hits a fisherman suplex for two. Kind of a slower match so far. Drew is in full control. Another rest hold. Nice starts fighting. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's just um, nothing. Is just a little boring. Nice kicks a down Gulak. Big guillotine and then some kick and a springboard split-legged moonsault that almost missed for a two. First exciting spot of the match, and he almost misses it. The crowd is really not into this match, as you can tell I'm really not either. Gulag hits a dropkick. Yeah, that wasn't a typo. Gulag actually hit a dropkick. That was surprising. Gulag attempt, knees out, and Gulag hits a powerbomb, and then deadlifts him up after the two count for a second powerbomb, and gets another two count. Knees stacks him up on the top rope. Tiger uppercut. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Tiger Uppercut on the top rope, second one of the night, and then a Frankensteiner. Nice back to the top, but missed a 450 splash. I am weirdly not into this match so far. It's kind of boring. Um, could be the crowd influencing me, I don't know. 
They counter a bunch, and then Gulag beautifully counters a... F it's, uh, it's like Gulag goes to roll through, and Tony Nese kind of does like a like a leapfrog over the top of him, but Gulak counters by grabbing Nice and rolling him up, and I have to say, it was probably the most beautiful roll-up I've ever seen. It was very seamless and looked great. Uh, another Gulak attempt, and Nice counters. Uh, they kind of roll around, and Nice gets to the ropes. Nice hits that German in the corner, but he misses the running Nice. Gulak with a big clothesline. Goes to lock in the Gulak yet again, and then he fully locks it in. Baby Cole, fucking Baby Cole, then works in the you will tap out line. Fuck you, man. Nice reverses the gulag into the pin, into a pin, and he gets the three count. You know that cliche pin to reverse any rear choke? It was not the best match and not the best finish. It was kind of sloppy. The crowd was dead, and it was slow pace for both these guys. There were some nice spots, but I have to say at least the right guy won, so there's that to go on. This week was okay. There was a great opener and a mediocre main event, uh, and then you had six fucking promos mixed in. Not my favorite episode. At least Alexander versus Nice should be good on paper. Uh, I hope it'll deliver next week. Oh well, on to the next one, am I right, folks? Maybe we'll get a payoff for the Mike Canella storyline as well. Check out our website at rundownwrestling.com to view all of our other great shows, as well as to vote on the hottest WWE women's tournament going on right now. It has been getting a lot of attention but we always welcome attention to feed our egos. So please feed away. Also, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling to become a patron. You'll get early access to some episodes as well as Patreon-exclusive shows that nobody else can hear. We have a $5 tier and a $10 tier, so check it out. Anyway, that does it for this episode of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight. I'm Jeff, and thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for some more 205 Live action. Just the light waiting in your eyes. Ah.